Oh, hey. It's me, Trey. And me, Adrian. In the kitchen. Oh, yeah. We're clocked off. You're catching us on a late, weird day. Yes, even weirder because we're sitting down. Oh, yeah. I am actually at my second job that mm-hmm. I sit down for, which is just skewering kebabs for kebab carls. I sit down because I can skewer just as quickly standing still <laughs> as I can sitting still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am still at my first job, being that weird co-worker that just hangs out after hours. <laughs> well, it's because we had a weird day. We would have mm-hmm. recorded, but there wasn't any pizzas or sandwiches to make today. And so Adrian could be going home and watching the new Bob's Burger movie and sleeping. But instead, she's here with us, you guys. Yes. So thank you, Adrian. Uh, you know, it took a lot. It took a whole bottle of tequila for me to get here. <laughs> That makes it but, sound like you had a bottle of tequila today, but no, no, no. yesterday. <laughs> Disasterly up. <laughs> hungover. I, Disastrously hungover. No, I'm actually doing good. You are. Doing better than the rest is what it seems like. Yeah, the other couple of people you were hanging out with doing much worse than you. <laughs> we're here. It's summer. You got to, you know, late hours. The sun doesn't go to sleep, so you shouldn't either. So sometimes you don't get enough <laughs> sleep, you know? Yep. That happens. Add alcohol, that's when you have a singing dance party. In the summertime, if I have to get up at 8, <laughs> I'm like, I can stay awake until 2. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I can only get six hours of sleep tonight. It's fine. Because it's summer. You don't need yeah. all those winter hour sleeps. Or we stock up in the winter. Yeah. Like... A lot of sleep. Yep. Which I've heard that's not how sleep works, but (laughs) it has to be how it works. It is. That's what my body's doing. Uh, What else is going on with you? Anything Alaskan going on? Um, Besides all the daytime shit we're talking about? (laughs) Uh, Just, I don't know how political we want to get right off the bat. I'll get political. Um, But... (laughs) I was thoroughly impressed with the community, our community, for their march on the Homer Bands Off My Body March. Fuck yes. That we had this last Homer weekend. Women Rock. Women showed up. They shared their stories. <gasps> they oh. walked, like, one of the main streets here in town. I wish I hadn't been working. Picketing. It, you know, I was working, but a lot of my friends, you know, posted videos and photos. Oh, great. Of all the speeches and stuff and I just, like I just want to reiterate how awesome that was. That's fucking badass. I would have cried. Yes. Yep. I think there were a lot of tears going on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How can you not? Right. How can you not? Fuck this shit. Yeah. We don't have one of those cool uh intros to our podcast that lots of podcasts have right now. Right. That are like standing in support of women, but you know, we do stand in support of women. We do. We do. We're here for it. Uh, we deserve to say what happens with our bodies. Absolutely. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next story. Y'all already <laughs> know our take on most men, so. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, I mean, we're almost at episode. Please like, listen 100. to the back episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please refer to episode four, Magnus Lund. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good one. Also, this week, 
Uh, Mom made something delicious and special for us. Oh, yes. It's her famous. A Beth's Res? A Beth's Res. A Beth's Res. Yep. Dun 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 dun. Dun 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 dun. Beth's Res. Beth's Res. It's rhubarb barbecue sauce. Mmm. Yeah. And it's delicious. Yes. It's sweet and tangy, and it's not super thick. Mm-hmm. I like that. She makes different versions. One, last year she made a smoked rhubarb oh, yeah. barbecue. That was good. And she's also made um, rhubarb jalapeno strawberry simple syrup for her summertime cocktails. Ooh. She's really going all out. Very Alaskan, very Is that the one with jalapeno? Did you just say that? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Strawberries from the garden, rhubarb from the garden. And jalapenos. From your local grocery store. Nice. (laughs) It's too cold up here. It's too soon. To grow jalapenos, really. Oh, we can grow jalapenos up here. Does she? Do they get hot? Do they get spicy then? Yeah. Yeah. Because she has a greenhouse. Yeah. Yeah. If you stress the plant out enough, you know, they they get a good heat still. Nice. A little kick. That meat was hard to get through. (laughs) If that's what that noise was. If that's what that noise was. (laughs) That's what that noise was. I don't know if you're noticing with the audio quality, but our refrigerators have finally just stopped working. Why did you bring it up? <laughs> it's like a child that was sleeping, and then you're like, they're doing such a good job sleeping. I gotta check on it. No, no, don't say it. Well, okay, well, goodbye, lasted. Goodbye, we have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> the refrigerator has spoken. Our no, we honestly just... would turn it off for an hour when we record, but it's behind the big ass fridge. Yep. So we can't fucking reach it. <laughs> Our episodes are just seven minutes long now. <laughs> <laughs> we just check in, tell you if we're hungover or not. Yeah. Bye. It, that's what you should do this summer. You can listen to this podcast in the time it takes you to smoke a menthol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of smoking. Speaking of smoking. The bear. The, the bear. Mm-hmm. Do they? Because well, they're smokers. Yeah. They are smokers. You know? They get that right. Because they left that cigarette pack on the None of them are ever fucking hungover, though. None of them seem to have a drug abuse problem. None of them seem to have a drinking problem. Yep. I mean, at least on the clock. And, I mean, they don't really go outside the kitchen a lot, but you would think there'd be, like, some sort of bar around the corner that they all have a drink at at the end of these stressful ass shifts they have that's one of my notes in this episode actually i took a lot of notes oh i let your phone fade i'm sorry oh this episode is called brigade do you remember the password nope it's (laughs) zero nine 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 for anybody that wants to get into my phone i forget how you even open a phone oh swipe up swipe oh swipe up zero Okay. Is like uh, <laughs> when she goes out into the alley and she's just had the worst fucking day yep. of her life. And she's just sitting there <laughs> saying how much she, what she could have done, what she wants to do, mm-hmm. her dreams of how wonderful the kitchen could be. Mm-hmm. And then they both pause at the end of that talk and they're like, 
God, we are going to get fucking rot tonight. And they yeah. both agree. They're like, yeah. I thought they meant get shit-faced after work. Right. They didn't. They just meant busy. Yes. So I was like a little annoyed. I thought we were going to have a fun party scene. Where everyone, you know, the camaraderie. Where, because the camaraderie, because yeah. you need that. Yep. After the shift. Blow off steam. Blow off some fucking steam. With the people that you just spent eight hours yelling at. Yes. <laughs> you have to. It's the most part of the kitchen. The camaraderie. It's important. <laughs> okay, so you go ahead. What did you think of this notes? episode? Oh, huh? I, I like this episode. It's definitely... Uh, got my attention more because you're learning a little bit more of the backstory. There's some shisey characters popping up. Mm-hmm. And, um... Nico. Yes. And I loved it because I was watching it with someone who has not worked in the kitchen. Uh-huh. She's worked as, um, front of the house. Right. But never back of the house. And so there's the part where they were talking about, um... Okay, go on. So they're talking about... Oh, shit, I forgot where I was going. Oh, she had only worked front of the house. Oh, yeah. And she... It was a part of the uh, episode where they're talking about the consisticency of the aspic. Maybe they weren't even talking about aspic. Something that goes on desserts. Yeah, and it was supposed to be like a gelatin, like gelatin type base, and they wanted it a certain way. And like a Haribo gummy bear. Yes. Which I did not know how to pronounce that until that show, if that is in fact how you pronounce it. I've always been like Haribo. Right. I thought it was Haribo too. Right. Maybe that's just how they pronounce it in Chicago. (laughs) Haribo! Yeah. (laughs) But then. So the person was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Like, I didn't know, you know, that much detail could go into, like, one part of a dish. And then, um, fast forward to the scene where the sous chef is really frustrated with having her bad day before she breaks down. Mm -hmm. And she's in the refrigerator and snaps at one of the coworkers. And the coworker was like, hey, can I just help you, like, get that down? And it was the... Stock. The consomme? Yeah. Yeah, The, like, three-day process consomme. Mm -hmm. And that was cool because I was watching it, and I was like, oh, man, that's going to fall right on her head. Like, it's going to be one of those scenes, like, so cliche to Mm -hmm. fall on her. But she also deserves it because she's being so, like, you know, having a bad day that Mm -hmm. she doesn't ask for help because she wants to be strong enough in the kitchen. And my friend who worked for the house, she was like, what do you mean? Like, what is that in the container? Like, why is it that big of a deal? And I was like, that's the consomme they were talking about, like the three day process. And they were like, that's ridiculous that you would work something on, work on something so hard in the kitchen like that, you know, to serve it. And it's such a big jar. Like they have it in such a big container. Why you got to put in the process. And I never thought about thinking it from that way. Like big things of consomme. I've moved around, you know, you move around buckets of, Shit. portions of stuff all the time and mm-hmm. you never think that someone else doesn't know that so when <laughs> it doesn't fall on her but it still falls and the co-worker goes and cleans up with her automatically we were watching and we're like that no fucking way would that happen like in any other kitchen even if he was having a bad she was having a bad day he would still respond with like some fucking joke like he still would be like ah should have got you with that one like should have helped like or should ask for help you never know 
Sometimes a kid can just see, like, sometimes you can see someone is yes. lost, snapped. Yeah. They've lost it, and it won't do any good. Any good to mock them. Well, try to make light of it, either. right? Right. Like, oh, shit happens type deal. Right. Time and place for it. But yeah, no, she had a, a whole mess of experience in this episode because he's like, this is this is how it starts. He's like, listen, what do you think we're going to? have a old school French brigade style kitchen in this sandwich shop and you run it. Essentially you've been here, what, two days. How would you like to be manager? Like, you know, essentially he's like, because I've been here three days and I literally just can't with this. I can't keep yelling. So what I will do is put someone else in charge. Yep. To piss everybody off. It's so shitty. It's so it fucking shitty. He doesn't know what he's doing there. Right. So how can he put someone else in charge? Yeah. So soon. It's so stupid. So and soon. she's so stupid to she's fucking so take for that. Thinking to that. take that. Yeah. For thinking that she knew there was something wrong with it. She was still hesitant, but she did it anyways. And it blew up in her face and she spilled the consomme. And you know, it shit happens. Yeah, but the consomme only got fucked up in the first place because she pissed Tina off for some reason. Like, Tina's yeah. just pissed that everything's changing. Everything's changing. This is the one where they actually get the blue aprons. Yes. She makes fun of it. And, you know, she's like, fuck this shit. My, I already have an apron. Mine's better. Mine's better. And she just wants... Sydney to fail. Yeah. So that she can be like, Told you so. Told you so. This job is too much for you. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Things should never change. Just especially being in the kind kitchen. of a bitch. Yeah. So she walks past and just flips that pot on fucking high. Mm hmm. And Which you can't do with consomme. Consomme has to be cooked at a consistent low temperature and you always have to be skimming, not stirring. Mm -hmm. It's like a process. Right. It's like stock. It'll get all cloudy and not the color you want. Yep. If it boils. And she knows that she knows that because she's a cook. Yep. So she fucking turns it on high. Not only is just fucking with Sydney, but just wasting product. Yeah. Throwing an entire fucking pot of shit down the fucking drain so that this girl will fail today. Yep. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. That is hard. not the That's mentality. That's as to... shit. Yep. Not as where you have to work so close with your co-workers so you fucking shit personally not get along with your co-workers but you still have a you need to have that understanding in the workplace and find somewhere i don't know that you guys would get along i don't know anyone in the kitchen that's ever fucked with someone else's shit on purpose because that's the business's shit Ooh, i have what happened um one of the guys that i was working with over at that other kitchen um <laughs> he poured a whole bunch of extra salt in a brine for corned beef why because he just wanted someone to fail uh yeah he was like he didn't listen to my recipe it's this isn't the way that it's supposed to be i'm just gonna add extra salt and it was like my first couple days there so i was like oh you know, I saw so-and-so make it. I don't think it needs the salt. Like, I, you know, they already cooked the brine. Right. And they're like, nope, I'm just going to add this real quick. And then he was like, 
don't say anything, right? And it was such an awkward place for me to be like, I just got a job here. I'm literally only working part-time. And I think, obviously, they moved. They were moved on from the job shortly after this. But, but they were fucking so with shit spiteful. on purpose. Yeah. That's so weird. To try to get the other one fired so they could have the job. What? Yeah. No, that's insane. Yep. I mean, fuck. But, like, Tina doesn't even have that motive. Right. She doesn't want to be in charge. No. She just, she just doesn't, doesn't want to answer to anybody, really. You know yep. what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. And it's... And because they're older, they should... They're probably annoyed as fuck that then Carmi mm. is putting someone else in charge so soon. Right. You know, they're like, you just got here. You're our brand you new boss. You just came in. And now you're going to take this, what, 20-year-old girl? Right. 21, maybe, who is just out of school, and she's worked here for two days. Yeah. And you're going to be like, she's your boss now. Yep. No. I would be pissed. But uh, not enough to, like, fuck with the whole restaurant's right. shit. The product. The product. Um, going back to her rant that she had on her bad day, she goes, I thought this would be, like, different from all the other kitchens we've worked in. Is something along the lines of what she says. And I was like, didn't you just get out of culinary school? Right. Did you not? What other kitchens? Did your culinary instructors not explain to you that as soon as you walk out into the real world, not everything is going to be super shiny, stainless steel, new product like that whole classroom had? Yeah. Because that's its job. It is to be super shiny classroom material. Mm -hmm. Like, I know... <laughs> kitchens up here are a little different than the ones I've seen down in the States when it comes oh, to jerry-rigging. Hello. You feeling better yet? Worse? You want a drink? <laughs> you want taquito? How can I make it better for you? <laughs> you want some Advil? You want an orange Shasta? Go take a nap in the van. Yeah. No. You can take a bag of sauce for a pillow. That would actually be nice. I'd be nice, right? <laughs> Just like a little cool. waterbed. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what were we just talking about? Culinary school kitchens are not like the kitchens. Yes. Here. No. Yeah. No. In the real world. No, they're not like any kitchen <laughs> and, in the real world. No. <laughs> and she says, for all the kitchens, like, this kitchen would be different. And I was like, you don't even know what you're aiming for. Like, you she just goes, got here and you don't know. There's a reason I'm not working yeah. at another place. And I'm like, what, what is, is that it? reason? Yeah. It's basically just because she's a fan of him. Right. You know? Right. I'm like, okay. So because, and he knows that. Yeah. He knows that she's a fan. So he knows, of course, she wants to be his suit two days in yep. to her fucking job. Took advantage of that. Real quick. Real quick. Mm -hmm. And then, oh my God, when he's telling all of them that this is how it's going to be, and they're all sitting at the folding plastic tables, and he's giving this speech in front of the arcade games. Yep. And then she is trying to explain to all of them what a brigade is, and he just darts out the door. Runs. Sorry, I have some personal drama today. 
first day sous. What is your third day and now you're the sous chef and I have to fucking go. I'm yeah. like, fuck this guy. I would quit. Yep. Right now. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck this shit. It doesn't look like it's going good. It fuck <laughs> this shit hard. I'd be like, I would rather work at McDonald's <laughs> than this shit. I'd rather work at Arby's yeah. than fucking deal with that sort of shit. I mean, I'm sure you have to put up with horrible managers at Arby's. Right. But I bet they're just the worst. Yeah. Because they're like 17. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the manager. And, and the if manager. they're not, they're like grown men who want to hang out with 17-year-olds. <laughs> Take your pick. We got shitty uh, and shittier Real options. bad. Real bad. <laughs> So, yeah, she's trying to explain to, you know, all these cooks who've been working at this place for years what a brigade is. And that one guy, they don't say his name anymore, the name that I can't pronounce. Mm -hmm. They just call him Ebro. So I just am like, fuck it. That's his name. That's his name. And he goes, oh, no, I was in a brigade before. It's bad. (laughs) And she goes, what happened? He goes, oh, people died. And then she, like, tells everyone their parts. You'll be this. You'll be this chef. You'll be this chef. And she gets to him, and he goes, prep cook. Prep chef. And she goes, yeah, but you would be the chef de partie. And he goes, I accept. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Have you ever worked in the kitchen with that setup? No. Have you? Uh, only ever in culinary school where they teach you about it. <laughs> right. Well, so how do they do that in culinary school? Just kind of like... We, you have to open your own restaurant. They just kind of so, play where like each of you get to maybe do each one yeah. and see how it goes. The so restaurant was open for like a couple weeks and then everyone's in a different position for like three days. Oh, that's cool. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, we had to create a whole menu. Every menu had to have a different type like you know style of cooking mm-hmm. so you knew all the places and have do all the things very nice yeah and i love the concept still i think it's really efficient obviously blue apron french laundry is a, a fucking thing right michelin star chefs are a thing brigades work i just don't think that um homer is fancy enough yet i mean this place isn't fancy enough yeah you know right Right. <laughs> it's a sandwich shop. Yeah. You can see the food in the beginning of this episode. They're like, wax paper, slice the bread, dump the meat in, roll it up. Yep. And they are losing their fucking shit trying to fucking get sandwiches out the door. Yep. Like, they look they're like they're about to cry gravy. and being like, two hot dogs with everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. They want everything. <laughs> loaded. Oh, just imagine if someone was like, no, no, no. Halfway through, no relish. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) The flip out that would ensue. The fucking flip out. Um, (laughs) the girl, the sous chef. Sydney. Sydney. She is chopping onions and they do not, I mean, it, it has to be, like, kitchen satire for how serious they take the sandwich shop. Right? Yeah, that's what we talked because, about, right? Yeah. That has to be the comedy. Because she sliced up these onions, and they're not even that the pretty of a cut, you know? 
No. And she gets really mad about when they take him. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, hide him, and he's, like, trying to make a joke, and she's, like, not about it. I was like, oh, my God, that container of onions was small. It would take you half the time to cut up. Instead of, like, you being concerned and mad and freaking out at this kid right now, you could just chop up the same amount of onions. Yeah, and, like, okay, so I get the onions only had to be cut because the consomme got fucked up. Yes. Which was Tina's fault. And then Tina was like, I'm not going to cut those fucking onions. And even tells Carmi, he's like, she's on onions, I'm doing lemons. And but this girl, I'm like, what have you been doing all day? I seen you angrily cut a carrot. Wrong. Wrong. Oh, that was bad. Like I <laughs> thought at first the show was doing good with like hand people, like they probably were chefs doing right. that. But this one, she's just like, and it's so dramatic. The music, she's dramatically cutting a carrot after she's mad, oh, no. and like her hand is all the way on the end of the carrot. She's just like whack, 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 whack. Oh whack, God! <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> I know. And uh. So then she's cutting these onions all dramatically again to do this. But it is funny when they, like, fuck with her and take them away. Yeah. yeah. And the, and Carmen even says, they just did this to me. Right. It's just a joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, stop freaking out. Also, she didn't need to be running around yelling about someone else cutting her fucking onions for her. That's all you have to do right now. Yeah. Is cut fucking cut onions. onions. Chill. That's it. Chill the fuck out. That's literally it. She, been a- she was acting in this episode as if she'd been trying to do this. For six months, and it wasn't working. Right. It was the first day. Yeah. And she, like, has a timer on her phone that's like, walk through on the first fucking shift of this shit, and just like, oh, you guys, it's uh, uh, it's all dirty. Uh." I'm like, well, of course it is. This just started today. Nobody, you haven't showed them how to organize this fridge. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so what what the fuck? It's been two hours since y'all were standing in front of the arcade. Yep. What's going on here? I'm sorry. They don't have a textbook in front of them describing how everything should be from now on. Right. And you're not explaining it to them that well. So stupid. <laughs> um, speaking of completely off topic, but kind of on topic, have you seen the video of, I don't know which Kardashian it is, Kendall or Kylie, one of the younger ones, cut, cutting a cucumber? Yes! <laughs> That's one of the funniest <laughs> things! I fucking... <laughs> I've seen in so long, I just dude. Saw this one and it was so like, funny. It was like Chris, when Chris's face realizes that like she's she's babied her daughters too much, and because Chris is just watching her cut, and she's like over here, and she just goes, <laughs> "Chef, do you want to come cut this for her?" Like, because that girl grabs that knife, like. Oh, I'm not a fucking idiot. I know how to cut a cucumber. And I was like, okay, yeah, go, girl. And she, like, almost does it. Right. And then she's like, hand over hand, cut under my arm. Right. She's stoned as fuck. (laughs) She probably was. She probably was stoned as fuck. Aren't they all, like, fucking hyped up on pills all the time anyway like they have to be that's what i tell just the best legal speed you can fucking get yeah (laughs) seriously okay i have notes about oh marcus's character in this episode when they're in the meeting at the folding table in front of the arcade games they're talking about shit and marcus brings up if we outsource the bread to someone then I could do other things like make fancy desserts that we could oh, sell yeah. and stuff. 
and they're like, she's like, yeah, okay, we'll talk about that for sure. You know, he's like, cakes and stuff. And he has cut pictures of Carmi's old cakes that are in books and hung them all over his station for oh. inspiration. And Carmi's like, oh. He's, that's when he starts talking about, you know, that one takes 12 people to prep. Right, right. He's like, that one takes 12 people to prep. He's like, and um, you have to make this with like a pear wine reduction. He goes, you just get like a shitload of bottles of pear wine and just boil them down. And it takes two people all day to stand there and watch that. And I just wrote, if you only used one or two bottles, it wouldn't take that long. <laughs> I'm like, if you only made a little bit at a time, right. what are you making like a five gallon bucket of this of shit? That? And then you only just go drip, drip, drip. No. Yeah, no. Seems a little absurd. Ridiculous. But... That's hilarious. I didn't catch that. Oh, oh no. It was just recording everything I was saying. Nice. Um, I love when smartphones do that. What? And Marcus is the guy that she gets mad at. Oh, because he makes the bread. She's walking through being a bitch. You know, for no goddamn reason she's being a bitch. Mm -hmm. You know, she's just like, I'm in charge today for the first day. So everybody better listen to me. Yep. And not cool about it. But how could she be cool about it? She's never even worked in a fucking kitchen. Exactly. She doesn't know what she's doing. I feel like there is that kind of mentality when you first get out of culinary school where you're like, you expect the greatest kitchens and you expect because you went to culinary school that you kind of, you know, not so like arrogant or cocky, but you kind of expect as soon as you get there, things will improve. When you see a kitchen like that, you're like, I'm going to help. Like she's ranting. I'm going to help improve this kitchen. I'm going to improve this space. It's going to be better. Uh huh. Like, but full of hope. Yeah. Just full of hope. Exactly. You walk out of that school and you have to lower your expectations. Right. You also probably expect that everyone's going to treat you like you know what you're doing. Right. And they're not. No. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as you say, I learned that in school to someone. They're, they're like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just go fuck myself then. I've only been working here for 35 fucking years. My name's Tina. Uh, my like favorite of that is working when I was working with you summers ago. And the owner is, like, walking me through just basic prep things that I should be doing. And in the middle of one of his rants, turns to me and is like, Hey, I know your cousin said that you just came from culinary school, so you probably think you're hot shit. <laughs> and, like, you, you've got this, but you really don't. And you're going to see a lot of shit in this kitchen that you should not do and that your school told you not to do. Right. And you're going to do it. Right. And I was like... Oh, haha, ha, like thought he was making jokes, kind of. <laughs> and then immediately loaded potatoes on a dish rack and, and was like, put them through the dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, out of all the things of that I could have seen day one, mm -hmm. that was going to be the one that I saw. Most kids see it day one. Sudsy potatoes. You, you got to fucking use potatoes every day. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I have a note written down about the consomme, which is when Carmi comes in and sees it full boiling and he's fucking yelling at her about it, you know, which, fuck him for that. Yeah. 
Fuck him for that. He's not cool either. He's immediately like, they both do the same thing back to back, which is funny. She's like, Tina's supposed to be cutting onions, blaming something on someone else that she could easily have done. And then she, her shit's over boiling. And he immediately is like fucking mad at her and yelling at her when he just got back from his personal drama. He just got back from personal drama. Going to walk in the kitchen, immediately start bitching at people. Yeah. Fucking awful. They're both awful. They're horrible. That's not what you do. No. But anyway, he's yelling at her, blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's up to us. It's up to us. It's going to get cloudy, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody's looking. You know what I mean? And Richie just comes over and goes, yeah, it was turned up too much. It's just turned up too much. I was like, Richie, what the fuck? Totally those sorts of people. You know how like sometimes the dishwasher will come over and be like, oh yeah, that's not how you do it. You're like, I swear to fucking God. (laughs) If this dishwasher pipes up one more time. (laughs) <laughs> What's up, Kiva? Well, you know, I'm just following the insane laughter back here. <laughs> yeah, we're making ourselves laugh. It's enticing, you know, sometimes. I just shot. I feel semi better. Oh, good. Oh, good. Do so you feel good enough to talk about um, Kiva's cocktail corner? Yep. Is your cocktail a shot of tequila? Oh, no, that was last week. I did take a shot of tequila. This week's cocktail's a mojito, because Lauren brought us lots of mint. Mmm. Yeah. How do well, you how do you make mojito? your mojito? Uh, well, you gotta cut the leaves up with your hands into like little tiny pieces. Put them in the shaker. Light simple syrup, rum, shaken. I like to top mine with just a little bit of bubble water. Garnish drink and repeat yeah um (laughs) don't forget your water speaking of mint do you remember that bartender that we worked with for a hot minute and he wanted to make fancy cocktails and he taught everyone how to slap mint instead of oh my god why would you dude that was as bad as freaking i'm not gonna name him freaking swamp water mojitos that he (laughs) fucking had me make they were green dude Green. When ladies got done drinking them, their teeth would just have chunky mint all over the place. I was like, what the fuck, dude? This is not how you serve a mojito, but you do out there. But yeah, I remember I see slapping the mint as a thing. Yeah. It's like the whack in the garlic. You know? What? Yeah, like smush. Smushing the garlic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all the flavor comes Aromatics. Out. Oh, the aromatics. Yeah. We'll fucking go grab a bushel and smack both. Yeah, you smack it. <laughs> and then we'll smell even better if you had just laid it upon us. And this has been Kiva's Cocktail Corner. Kiva's Corner, Kiva's Corner, Kiva's Corner. Yeah. Yeah. I need my own like little. Oh, you should get him to just do our whole intro music. <laughs> yeah. We need one about kitchens. Thank God it's kitchens. Maybe I'll get English Johnny to do it instead. That'd be cute. Ooh, that too. would be fun. Yeah. Be he cute. knows us. And he's got oh, a yeah. good accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think it's fake? No. Women love a good accent. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. English Johnny's not English. He's Scottish. <laughs> he's from Jamaica. <laughs> G-Main's actually British. (laughs) 
Okay, I don't know what we were just talking about. Oh, Richie. Yes. Cutting in for no fucking reason, <laughs> Richie. Hyping up. Like, Richie, you were swamped earlier trying to fucking just put tickets of sandwiches into the kitchen. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, I have another says, why the fuck is that stock on the top shelf? Yeah. It was a huge fucking container. Yep. Also, you know, it was still boiling hot. Because an hour before, it was rage boiling. Right. They were like, throw it in the container, put it on the top shelf now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And then I have another one that just says, oh my god, if I spilled all of that, I would have just scooped it back into the fucking bucket as fast as possible and been like, yep. <laughs> just take the lid and be like, shloop. <laughs> it's back in there, bitch. Especially if I'd had a day like she was having. Yeah. Oh my God. I would be like, fuck this owner. Fuck these people. Fuck this shit is going to get boiled fuck. again. So <laughs> floop. Yeah. Um, back in there. Uh. Chuck my onions in. Let's go. <laughs> I'm fine, guys. I just took a smoke break. <laughs> I like that when he comes out to talk to her, he's drinking water out of the plastic deli container. Oh, yep. And I wanted to ask you if there's anything, like, weird that you've ever drank water out of in the kitchen when you just, like, needed fucking water. Um, well, like, big pitchers and stuff. Big pitchers? Yeah. Just, like, containers that are in the kitchen? Yep. Yeah. The worst one was... <laughs> it wasn't me, but... <laughs> it. I was camping with a friend, and I had one of the mayo containers, one of the big gallon mayo containers yeah. from here. It filled up with water for my dog, like dog water. Mm -hmm. You know, she doesn't mind a little mayo taste. I bet right. She loves it. Yeah. Um, humans, not so much. Humans can taste the mayo in the water. Mm -hmm. And my friend was just dying of thirst. We're camping and hungover, and they were like, I'm just going to get some of this water. Like, where is it from? And I was like, oh... It's, like, from work. Like, it's fine. And then I was like, but, you know, it's mayo water. And they were drinking it. And then immediately, like, you could see it on their face. There must have been, like, a chunky in there or something. No! Lost it. It was no! downhill from there. Down for the count. <laughs> oh, I have a similar story that happened to my cabin mate out at the lodge one year. Because we just put water in the mayonnaise containers and take them to the cabin, right? Yeah. But one container and we were low on containers and one of them had had ranch in it and it smelled like ranch right and so i was like well i'll take this and we'll just use that to pour in the water on top of the stove who cares if you have a little ranch aromatics in your <laughs> right smack some mint throw it in there okay it's minty ranch spray <laughs> so i was like that's what i'm gonna do but then we're going to bed we get drunk and she doesn't have a water bottle and i'm like i'm gonna put a gallon of water next to your bed so if you wake up thirsty in the middle of the night, but I grabbed that one and put it oh, next to her bed. Yep. And so she wakes up in the morning and fucking flips the top off that mayonnaise container and glug, 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 glug. And she just goes, Trey, did you give me ranch water? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. She goes, but you put this one. Right next to my bed and said, here, I brought you water. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Recently, she sent me a picture of those uh, seltzers that are coming out now called Ranch Water. Yeah, seltzer. And she was like, damn, we should have marketed that shit. <laughs> I was like, turns out people do want to drink ranch. Yep. Who fucking knew? Mm-hmm. 
Um, is that it for the movie? I have one last note. Oh, yes. When they're out there, Carmi and Sydney, in the alleyway, talking. And they're like, fuck brunch. I don't want to work brunch. Brunch is fucking stupid. I was just sitting there like, brunch is so much harder than a sandwich shop. Like, I don't think y'all could handle brunch yeah. right now. Right. Like, I don't think any of you could handle having to do an omelet station right now. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? You are swamped putting beef into bread. <laughs> and you're like, we can make pastries and omelets. Yeah. No, you can't. No. No, you can't. Two egg and a style? Not your fucking no. forte right no. now. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, she's mean to Marcus about his bread when she's walking around and he goes, hey, and hands it to her, like, wants some approval for it. And she goes, if you're happy with this, I am. And I was like, God, you fucking deserve a bucket of consomme on your fucking head today. For sure. Fuck you. I figure she just, like, she just, you know, full-on sent it with the attitude just like he did when he first got there. Yeah. She was like... She was like, this is what he expects. He was hot-headed. And I want to be working at the French Laundry, but a sandwich shop. Yep. You know, they call the original beef the French Laundry of Chicago. Yeah. (laughs) You're not a Michelin star chef if you're not stressed. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's Brigade. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Oh, you don't have anything else to say? Should we have broke down the... What, nah, we're good. You guys Google a Brigade. You know. Oh, Google the Brigade. If you know, you know. Or watch the episode. They'll do it for you. Read about the French Laundry. Um, yeah. I was going to talk about our most Alaskan thing. Yeah. Because I'm so proud of it. I went dip netting for the first time, you guys. Yeah. It was fascinating. Much harder work than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I don't know why. I thought it just looked like people were standing in the water right, with a giant pole and a net. I was like, I don't know what I was expecting, like that it would be the same weight as like a fucking butterfly catcher or something. <laughs> it's a huge metal pole and it's in the water and you're just like, and water is moving. is moving. You're just <laughs> trying to hold it still so a fish will swim into it. Anyway, listen, I didn't catch any fish, but I'm going to next time. Yep. It was a weird day anyway. We're confident. Not a lot of people were catching fish. Yeah. It was not grab time for fish. Yeah. Next no. time I go, it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kebab Carl has a net, so we can go anytime. <laughs> yes. It's perfect. It's great. Yeah, we did see that guy next to us catch a king. And yes. they were super quickly tourists. Tourists. Yeah. Because he was so excited, so proud of the fish. Oh, like, yeah. It was big. It was big. Big and that beautiful. Fish was almost as big as him. It was beautiful. Yeah. And, and he caught it and p- dragged it up. And then we were all like, oh, I'm sorry. You he, can't keep it. Yeah. Everyone kind of started making comments around him like, oh, got to throw it back kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and was like, can I keep this? And I was like, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. And he just looked so crestfallen. Like, yeah. He was just he was like, okay. And like started untangling it and putting it back. And the wife was like so impressed and she asked me again she's like are you sure we can't keep it and yeah like, that's obviously a fucking king like right it's no huge. right it's girthy it's red like and then someone finally came and took a photo for him yeah took a photo with the fish really proud of it. and set it free mm-hmm. yeah 
Um, did you hear the girl when that was happening that was a little ways down? She just goes, everybody close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we just like turn around. Boop, oh, what fun's over there? His pole was so cool. Yeah. The way it was like, it looked like a giant seashell. Like it was curved like that and just mm -hmm. like, like a snail. And he weighted it down Like too. a snail. How yeah. did he weigh it down? With the, rock? Those, uh, yeah. Well, he put weights on the inside with a floaty, um, with the styrofoam around it type deal. <gasps> That's what the I want Obviously, yeah. weighted down is better. I've done I know it you both. have to drag it, yeah. but that's okay. I've done it both with the weighted. I just don't like that it's it's heavier. Everything is heavier. Yeah, but it sucks trying to hold it up right when the water's going. You were working with a pretty strong current, too. The, the tide was going out, for yeah. sure, at that point, and so it was just rushing past. Whenever it stopped, it was actually quite, quite pleasant right. to just stand there. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we tried that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Adrian found an interesting news today that we're going to just share with you guys in case you don't see it. If you don't listen to NPR, <laughs> then listen here and I'll listen tell you what here. they said. <laughs> um, but it was mostly just about a man, uh, a vet in Colorado who um, took the 13-mile trek up Pikes Peak on his hands and knees pushing a peanut with a spoon that was attached to his face mask. Yep. 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 And it took him eight days, I think. That's not even that long. But it's Something a like long that. time when long you think time. of spending a week pushing a peanut yes. up a fucking mountain. Yep. What if you dropped the peanut? Yeah. So I read a little bit about it because it was interesting. After I brought it up to you and Nando, I had to Google it. Um, the first guy to ever do it, it was like a dare from his um like war buddy and he had to keep replacing the peanut because animals would come down and sweep the peanut away from him and he'd have to like <laughs> replace the peanut okay so they don't know if that was like official or not or if it was kind of just like a myth and then the second guy to do it did it in like the shortest amount of time it was like three days or something like that and guy was, was psycho that? um because the first one was like in the 20s, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking s crazy. And the yep. second guy used a wooden spoon, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. In the a 60s. Wooden yeah. Salad spoon. Oh, fuck. Yeah. This guy had what? Just a little plastic? Yeah, it just seemed like a little, I mean, heavier dutier than plastic, but it seemed okay. like a regular kitchen. You wouldn't want spoon. it too heavy because it's fucking hanging off your face. Right. Yeah, he was wearing a, um, a CPAP machine mask that. Right. Uh, was altered for, for the spoon. For this sport. Yes. This in high intensity sport yes. that he's created. Yep. Uh, he, he even didn't had create, like someone backpack his stuff up for him. He brought like a snowsuit just in case it got cold. <laughs> so fucking funny. Hilarious. Dudes. They just have time. They just have they have a lot yeah. of time. They just have more time, it seems. Yep. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Instead of going to this rally that I really support the views and opinions of, I should probably go push a peanut up a hill. Yeah. 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 That's what the world needs right now. Mm -hmm. More peanut pushers. Yeah. They even have fucking time to leave work and go deal with personal drama. Yeah. And then come back and act like they've been there all day. Right. In charge. <laughs> and let's see. 
I can't spell today. Is that an M? Does that look like an M to you? <laughs> Earlier, I was writing chicken strips on labels, and two times in a row didn't put the E. It was just chick, letter N. N. Chick, letter N. Chick N. I was like, okay. Mm, and then she went to label B. And <laughs> I think I was going to write taco meat, but as soon as I wrote the T... Turkey came out. I was like, this says turkey. Adrian goes, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, we have a food to try. Oh, yes. Besides rhubarb barbecue sauce, which is delicious, Adrian Sweet and needed something desserty today. <gasps> so across the street, we saw fudge-covered Oreos. Yes. I've never tried these before, but I freaking love Oreos. They look intense. Yeah, that's much more uh, fudge than I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's cheers. Cheers. And try these delicious things. Is it still going to be crunchy on the inside? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I could eat this every day. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, that's amazing. Just more chocolate. I love that. Oh, yeah. I want that in ice cream. Mmm. I don't know why I expect them to be cakey on the inside, but I'm glad they're not. I'm glad this crunch is Me too. There. They need to credit the genius who came up with this on the back of this box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Contains a bioengineered food ingredient. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> May contain not good for you shit. We know. Yep. I can taste it. Where I'm, uh, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Oreos. I mean, you just continue to amaze. <laughs> they had a flavor over there where the cream was Java chip flavored. And it was a toss-up what we were going to try. We, have, we may have to try all the Oreo flavors. I've never tried the cake one either. Birthday mm -hmm. cake. I love anything Funfetti. Even though I never eat it. But anything that looks like that funfetti shit, you just know it's going to be good. So bad for you and so good. Oh my god, there's half a gram of protein in each of these. Yum. It's the bioengineered food ingredient yes. in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, those are the best Oreos ever. That is so good. It's ridiculously fucking good. Mm -hmm. All Who right. knew Oreo needed more chocolate? Chocolate? But a different kind of chocolate on the outside. Yes. Just a kind of... You know what? It's like there's a little bit of chocolate milk yeah. on the outside. It doesn't make your mouth as dry mm -hmm. and craving milk. It's amazing. Yep. Anybody who's a fan of Oreos, fudge covered Oreos. Oh, they're enlarged on the box to show detail. Yep. Typical. <laughs> That's why she said. Um, they have mint flavor. I want to try that one, too. I love mint and chocolate. Mm -hmm. Yes. One of my favorite ice creams. That'd be like thin mints with filling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys. We're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. We're we done got, working. We got uh, forks to go get. Yeah. We got to get some journals. For not journals, notebooks, because we're professionals. We are not so that teenagers we can... anymore, trying to uh, figure out our emotions. 
I am. I'm still a teenager trying to figure out my emotions, actually. I can't. What do you mean? I only carry around a notebook. <laughs> well, now I'm just, you know, at the age where, like, you know why you're having these emotions. You're just mad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, I've done the work, like, I know. What's happening to me? You're like, I know what's happening to me, and I'm fucking pissed about it. Yep. <laughs> and I see it now. And I see it clearly. Um, notebooks so that we can take notes about our shows when we're watching them without having to type on our phones, because it's so much more fun uh-huh. than having your phone open while you're watching something. Yeah. It's distracting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that. Hope you guys enjoyed this, and please keep watching The Bear with us. Yeah. We'll see you next week. See ya. Love, Love ya. ya. Bye. Bye. Um, I just really quick want to ask that you send in your fun kitchen confessions. Yes. Your back of the house, front of the house, funny stories. Yes. Um, any kitchens that you find really cool in the media or any like chefs portrayed in the media in any way? Yeah. Kitchens and chef characters you think we should talk about. You know, just from our point of view. From our point of view. Yeah. And, um, also anything Alaska related. Yeah, what questions do you have for us about living in Alaska? Yeah. If you already live in Alaska, just don't. Just send us one of the other things we just mentioned. But if you don't live in Alaska, ask right. us like what it's like working in an Alaskan kitchen. If you do live in Alaska and you're listening to us and you're like, no, you're wrong, feel free to holler at us oh, on yeah. our Instagram which is Instagram.com slash Thank God It's Kitchen. But all you other people who are sending nice questions about Alaska. Nice detailed stories and confessions. You can hit us up at our email. TGIKpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we'll take those. Haters. Insta. Insta. Lovers. Gmail. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm feeling it. And we (laughs) will recognize and not even respond (laughs) if you try going the other way. Yep. (laughs) We don't have a website yet because they're super expensive. We'll get there. Yeah. I I have hope and faith for us. I do too. Yeah, if you like what we're doing, thanks. Thanks. We'll get a website someday. Yep. We'll keep doing it. With some shit on it. We'll figure that out. Okay. All right, is that all I have to say? I think that's all we needed covered. Okay, I'm Trey. This is Adrian. Goodbye. Bye.